0: The rapid spread of the China coronavirus has health experts now predicting a pandemic, but officially, we don't have it in Ohio. Cuyahoga County health experts predict a fourth wave of opioid deaths because Mexico has replaced China as the supplier of carfentanil. And the move to shrink Cleveland City Council is near to death, even though it remains on the ballot. It's The Wake Up from Cleveland.com for Monday, February 3rd. I'm Cleveland.com editor Chris Quinn. The much faster-than-expected spread of the China coronavirus has international health experts predicting a pandemic, with the virus spreading across the globe. But officially, we do not have it in Ohio. Tests on two Miami University students who recently returned to campus from China came back negative. They do not have the China coronavirus. The students had flu-like symptoms when they returned to campus from China, resulting in a high state of alert. But the Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention lab tests came back negative. Amy Acton, the director of the Ohio Department of Health under Governor Mike DeWine, said in a press conference at the university that we have no confirmed cases in Ohio. The students had been moved into isolated housing and food was brought to them pending the test results. The announcement Sunday should give solace to parents of students at the school. Sometimes, widespread public condemnation can lead to good public policy, which seems to be happening with the move to shrink Cleveland City Council. The group that had put questions on the March 17th ballot to shrink the council and cut council pay says it is withdrawing the petitions. If they follow through, the questions will still appear on the ballot for Cleveland voters, but those questions will not be counted. I'm not sure how that's completely legal, as thousands of people did sign the petitions to put the questions on the ballot, but the group says withdrawing those petitions effectively kills the two issues. The number of people in institutions criticizing the plan to shrink council was growing, with no one stepping up to seriously promote the idea, which put a lot of pressure on the organizers. The main criticism of the idea to shrink city council is that it would have diluted the voice of resonance. Council members would have gone from representing 25,000 people each to about 42,000. The people who put the issue on the ballot said they did it with good intentions, but critics say it was a vengeful move because of a failed effort to get a city contract. Cleveland.com's Evan McDonald reports that leaders fear a fourth wave of deaths in the opioid epidemic. That's bad news just one year after Cuyahoga County saw a dramatic decrease in deaths from a powerful fentanyl analog that is used as an animal sedative. Cuyahoga County deaths attributed to car fentanyl dropped from 191 in 2017 to just 24 in 2018, according to statistics from the medical examiner's office. But carfentanil contributed to at least 220 deaths in 2019. One reason that deaths dropped was that law enforcement managed to reduce carfentanil shipments from China, which had been the chief source in the United States, but Mexican cartels began transporting the dangerous drug into the U.S., filling the vacuum. Carfentanil is also being combined now with cocaine, creating a deadly mixture for unsuspecting users. A move to change the Ohio Constitution to make voter registration automatic for anyone applying for or renewing a driver license is on the back burner, After Attorney General Dave Yost found two big errors in the paperwork. The group behind the amendment can't begin collecting the needed signatures to put it on the ballot unless Yost signs off on the summary that would appear on the ballot. One problem Yost found in the summary submitted by the proponents is that it is longer than the amendment itself. The other was that a paragraph in the summary describing acceptable forms of ID that voters can present at polling places is not included in the amendment. The groups behind the measure have to redraft the language and get 1,000 signatures for the new version before Yost takes another look. How hard is it for a groundhog to predict an early spring on a February 2nd when the Cleveland temperature hits 50 degrees? Both Buckeye Chuck, Ohio's prognosticating groundhog, and Punxsutawney Phil, the nation's most famous groundhog, did not see their shadows Sunday morning. Chuck's prediction in Marion came about 20 minutes after Phil's prediction in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. It wasn't snowing in Marion, unlike in Gobbler's Knob. There were cloudy skies, though. As the tradition goes, if the groundhog emerges from his burrow and sees his shadow, there would be six more weeks of winter. Really, though, winter has yet to start in Northeast Ohio. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition.